Right now at Safeway, save on all your personal care favorites during the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale. During the Buy 3, Save 3 dollar sale at Safeway, buy three of your favorite personal care items like Dove Shampoo, Dove Antiperspirant Deodorant, Dove Men's Body Wash, Tresemme Hairspray, or Axe Shower Gel and save $3. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles high. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's at the bottom of the screen. Let's go. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you two things. We are open and we are ready. Come on, tell the Lord. Say, I'm open and I'm ready. Speak to us, Lord. We declare we need to hear from you. We declare that 2022 will not be a repeat of any previous year of life. It will not just be another year, but we have not changed, but it will be a year where we change. We declare that we will be the best versions of ourselves yet, and we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. God, I pray that we will be able to let go of every hurt, let go of every disappointment, let go of every pain, let go of everything that has us frustrated. Why? Because if we're holding on to that, we cannot receive the new. And so, Father, we let go of what was so we can receive what is next. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Can I get you to worship God for five seconds right there? Go five. Hallelujah. Come on, Facebook four. Come on, YouTube three. Come on, app two. One. Come on, somebody say, I'm ready, God. Tell him. Come on, I just believe that there's some of you all this month is going to be your game changer. I just need you to tell them I'm ready. Please open up your mouth and tell them, say, I'm ready. In Jesus' name. Grab a seat. Let's get into this new series that we are starting tonight. It is called Another Love TKO. And tonight's message is this. It is What is Love? This series is going to borrow from the 1980 Teddy Pendergrass song, Another Love. I need you to act like you know the song. Another love? Y'all, y'all got it right there, right? Just one more time to make sure. I need you to make sure you ain't saying it like you from Denver. I need you to say it like you got a little southern twang on it. Another love? 
You got it. Listen, why? It's going to help us look at how we've loved, learn, then love better. And today's message, as I mentioned, to open this series is what is love. The first verse of Teddy's song tells me that Teddy did not understand what love really was because look at what he said. Looking back over my years, I guess I've shed some tears, told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. Stop. Love isn't a contest. Love is not a contest. Love, watch me, is not an achievement. Can I tell you why many of you have struggles with love? It's because you view it as I don't want to lose, not realizing that love is not a contest or an achievement in the first place. If you got to fight to get somebody to love you, you're loving the wrong one in the first place. All right? Looking back over my years, I guess I've shed some tears, told myself time and time again, this time I'm going to win. Win what, Teddy? What is it that you're fighting for? Are, 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 are you fighting to stay married because you don't want to feel like a failure in front of people that came to your ceremony? Are you fighting to stay in a friendship because you don't feel like learning somebody new? Y'all not go say that. What exactly are you fighting for, Teddy? Because what is it that you are trying to win? He says, but another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. See, this is the whole problem, Teddy. It's because you think that because there's a disagreement, that means that you need to disconnect. Y'all not saying that. I'm coming out the gate swinging. Let's go. He says, but another fight, things ain't right. I'm losing again. Takes a fool to lose, wait a minute, twice. Now, let's just go prophetic for just a moment. You are in 2022. Two is the biblical number of witness. Pay attention to his words. Says it takes a fool to lose twice and start all over again. Watch me. What if I told you you were not starting over again? You were starting with an advantage. Uh-uh. No, I need you to hear me. Because for every marriage, watch me. Some of you feel like we just got to go back to square one. But now you have an advantage. Why? Because you have greater wisdom than you did before. You have greater knowledge than you did before. For my single people, you are not starting all over again. Because now you know when you see crazy, don't date it. Mm. Now you know when you see crazy, you got to cross the street. Well, you already know what type of friend not to bring in your life. You are not starting over again. Watch me. You're starting with an advantage. Open up your mouth and say, I have an advantage. Come on, y'all. I need you to say it like you mean. Say, I have an advantage. Our perception of love is based on past experiences and education, which is often wrong. Most of us have been taught to love wrong. How do I know that? Romans 12, 9 says this. Let love be genuine. Stop. If there's such a thing as genuine love, then that means there's fake love. And let's be honest, how many of us have ever experienced fake love? Where you, you, you've been, it's been fake love. Because the moment you didn't buy them something, they were out. The moment you stopped paying for the lunches, they didn't want to go to lunch with you anymore. The moment they couldn't get something from you, they were out. They were done. Watch me. We have all experienced fake love, but can we tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth, so help you, God? We've also given fake love. I wish I had some real people in here tonight. Look at somebody next to you and say, you've given some fake love, too. You, you spent hours on the phone knowing that it didn't have a future. I, Y'all not going to say nothing to me. You sat up and let that man pay for all them dinners and roses, knowing that you were never. Y'all ain't going to talk. We have all received fake love, but the truth is we have all given fake love. So watch what Romans says. It says, let love be genuine. 
genuine versus fake. So in this series, we're going we're gonna to see what, what is real love. Mary J says she's searching for a real love. Hey man, thank you, choir, for that B selection on today. Listen, all right, watch. Let love be genuine versus fake. Now, 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 we're going to deal with that in this series. But look at this. He says, abhor or hate what is evil. Now, abhor, it, it literally means I want you to hate what's evil, and I want you to hold on to what's good. Now, this is interesting because he, he connects this while he's talking about love, which means you cannot say that you love me or love someone, but the moment something bad happens, something in you gets happy. You ever been around people that, 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 that the moment you have bad news, it almost seemed like they got happy? Okay, let me talk over here because y'all ain't said that. You ever, you ever have folks that, you, you know, when you're telling them good stuff, oh, that's nice, oh, you got your little business, oh, you done your little this, you do your, and they always try to diminish and minimize what it is that you're doing. They put words like little on it and all that. But then the moment you got something bad to say, all of a sudden it's almost like they got happy. It's almost like they got excited. He says, I need you to hate what's evil. In other words, to love me, you have to hate what's against me. Which explains to some of you, watch me, that some of the people you call friends are not friends. Why? Because they are friends with your enemies. Which means the fact that you can be on both sides of the team tell me that your love is not genuine. Your love has to be fake because you cannot take sides. You cannot love what is against me. Please, you cannot love what is against me. And say that you love me. Abhor what is evil. Then he says, hold fast to what is good. Hold on to it. Somebody say, hold on. hold on. Now, think about this. Even when you're dealing with loving people, he said, the people you love are not going to be perfect. And you're not either. It's a trip how much perfection you expect from people that you don't produce yourself. It's quiet right there. It's amazing because the world was celebrating that Rihanna is pregnant, but if a Christian in church does it, you want to look down on her. <laughs> Nothing against Riri. And not saying that that's right. What, what I'm saying is, pay attention. He says, he says, abhor, hate what is evil. Even when you're dealing with people, please, can I get some monitor over here? Even when you're dealing with people, watch me, you are going to have situations and circumstances, watch me, where there's going to be things that, that are not going to be right in them. But that comes with them. Someone said it comes with the package. If you get a Happy Meal, it comes with the toy. Now, whether you use the toy or not, it comes with the toy. Somebody said, it just comes with the package. He says, hate what is evil and hold fast to what is good. Which means you're going to have to make a conscious decision to pay attention to the stuff that is good in people. Can you look at somebody next to you and just say, say, I choose to see the good in you. Come on. Because I love you, I choose to see the good in you. 
I could focus on all of your mess, just like you can focus on all of my mess, but love means, watch me, real love means that I choose to focus on the good and I hate the evil. Watch me. And both of those things can be present in the same person at the same time, but real love has the ability to love in spite of. It's quiet right there. Look at somebody say, there's no perfect person. Type that on the screen. There's no perfect person. And some of you, watch me, you withhold love in the midst of imperfection, thinking that it's going to make them perfect. Okay, well, since y'all want to be quiet like that. All right, let's go. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Look at this. Genuine love is shown and not just said. Right? You can talk all day long. And for those of you who your love language, and we'll get into this later in the series, where your love language is words of affirmation, you have to be very careful. Why? Because you literally, you're set up to be lullabied. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Your nature is to, you want to hear good things. So now they can have a knife cutting you seven ways from Sunday. But baby, I love you. You, you do. You know, I never met nobody like you. For real. You, that's, that's a fact. You haven't met anybody like me. <laughs> Say, it's shown, not just said. Not All right, so, so here's why this is important. Because love is not an emotion nor a feeling. We can see from Teddy's song, and we're going to go into his whole song on Sunday. We can see from his song that, that he, really, he really sees this thing as a feeling. Why? Because the moment things weren't right, he was like, I better let it go. And for some of you, watch me, you want people to have confidence in you, yet the moment things are difficult, you hit abort. The moment there's a disagreement, you block them. I don't like y'all. Right? Say it's not an emotion. Say it's not a feeling. Say it's a decision that produces actions. Please. Say it's a decision that produces actions. All right, let's look at this. Colossians 3.14. Above all, clothe yourselves with love. Stop. He didn't say feel like it. He didn't say feel like it. Because let's be honest. Even for people you really love, there's some moments they get on your last nerve. Y'all not, y'all not. And some of y'all watch me, you ain't saying nothing because they on your road, but I just need you to keep it 100. Keep it a buck. Come on, Wednesday. Look at them say, I love you. But sometimes... You work my last nerve. Now watch me. If we could be honest about that, that would fix a lot of situations and circumstances. Why? Because you want to pretend like there's not moments where you say, if she say one more thing, if he say one more thing. With some of you parents with your kids, if you come in here asking me for one more thing with your friends, you look at your phone and you're like, look, man, you should have answered when I call. I don't want to talk now. I don't want to talk now. I wanted to talk 15 minutes ago when I called you. Now I don't want to talk. So now you need to go to voicemail. 
if we would be honest about that, then our love could be genuine because we like to pretend like we are always 100% super excited about somebody all the time. That's not the case. <laughs> That's why he says, clothe yourself. Say, put it on. Now, you know, Teddy, Teddy, would, Teddy in his songs, T Teddy would give you instructions. He said, turn off the lights. Turn them off. I mean, he gives instructions. Right? So I can, see, I, I can see Teddy giving this instruction. Clothe yourself. Put this on. Which means decide to act. Which means even when I don't want to, I put it on. Let's be honest. There are some times you don't want to say anything. Come on. Let me talk to you silent treatment manipulators. Because that's what it is, manipulation. You get quiet and you, and, and you don't want to talk to nobody. Watch me. Putting on love means even when I don't want to speak. Shalom. Good evening. You good? I'm good. God bless. Be encouraged. You ready? Why? Because I put it on. I hate coats. While I was walking out today, somebody said to me, this, they said, you know, it's only 14 degrees out there. I said, that's why I got the sweater on. I said, you trying to tell me I need a hat and coat and all that. I don't like all of that. Me personally, it's too much. It's all these layers, and then when you get in the car, you're too hot. Then you got to turn the yellow the, the window down and the heat. And then I don't like my coat getting wrinkled from the seatbelt, so I keep pulling the seatbelt out. But I have like this robotic seatbelt. They're like, no, you're gonna stay in this seat, and so it snatches you up. I put it on. Why? Because the the circumstances demanded that I dress for the occasion. And when it comes to love, it's the same principle. That the circumstances demand that you dress for the occasion. Say, I have to put it on. Look what the Bible says, which ties everything together in unity. Now, this is interesting because disconnect and disunity, you know what that means? Whenever you see those two things, that means there's a lack of love for someone or something. Whenever there's a disconnect, that means we don't love the same thing. Whenever there's disunity, that means we don't love the same thing. Watch me. Even on teams, you can have people on a team and there's disunity. Why? Because we don't love the same thing. See, you love being seen, but I love getting results. You love people looking at you, but I love seeing the team come together. Y'all not saying that. You love having somebody clap for you, but I love seeing results. See, the reason there's disunity in families is because we don't love the same thing. Wherever there's disconnect and disunity, there's a lack of love for someone or something, which means we don't either love the same persons or we don't love the same things. Watch me. It even happens in church. See, there's some people that love the idea of the church. There's some people that when they come to church, they love their pastor. All right? All right? And so, and so you can see this even happen in the church because if there's any disunity, you'll see where it, where it breaks down because some people, what they love is their position. What they love is what they do for the church. So if they can't do that, then all of a sudden, well, then fine, I'm, I'm out. I'm going to do that. Why? Because they never loved the shepherd. I'm not going to say nothing to me. They never loved the church. They loved what they did for them. Watch me. For some people in your life, they never loved you. They loved the seat they had. 
This is why when you put them out of that seat, you didn't hear from them anymore. They didn't call you anymore. They ghosted you. Why? Because they didn't really love you. They loved the seat that you gave them. And I pray in 2022 that God surrounds you with people, watch me, that love you. I pray that he surrounds you with people that are loyal to you. Open up your mouth and say, my circle is improving. Now, now, let's go through this. Because the best, I want to define what love is on Wednesday night. I want to define what love is tonight. Um, because for most, um, we don't really understand love. Just like Teddy. Teddy, Teddy, let me go back to his lyrics. Teddy said, looking back over my years, I guess I've shed some tears. Who hasn't? You think your story is that unique? You think, you don't know what I've been through. Okay, you love somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't go the way you wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. Who's had that happen? Come on, hands up. Online, do they have emotions? you? You've been, you've been a loyal friend. I mean, you, you, you look up friend on Google, and here you go. You've been that kind of friend. And even though you sold that to them, you didn't get that back from them. Looking back over my years, I guess I've said some tears to myself, time and time again, I'm going to win. So, so you don't understand love, Teddy. You don't understand, because you see it as a contest. You see it as conquest. I got them. I got this position. I've got this role. I've got this romantic relationship. I got bay. I got married. This is why many times, watch me, the, the marital statistics teach us something really interesting. 50% of first marriages end in divorce, 67% of second marriages, 73% of third marriages in, in divorce. They don't count after that, and those numbers are pre-coronavirus. Them post-coronavirus numbers probably going to be first marriages, 89%. <laughs> now, what does that tell us? What does that tell us? That tells us that for many people, watch me, what, what the real issue was, because marriage doesn't fall halfway, fail halfway through. Marriage doesn't end later on. It means that up front, there was something fundamentally wrong in the foundation. Relationships fail up front. They never fail midway through. Which means for some, watch me, it was never, ever right. So it don't matter how much sex you put on it, it ain't going to make it right. Y'all ain't going to talk. It doesn't matter how much, how many counseling sessions you have. Bonnie Ray, come on, prophetess. She said, I can't make you love me if you don't. She just told myself time and time again, I'm going to win. So you see this is a competition. Like, I'm, people say, I'm fighting for love. Where does, where does the Bible, good fight of faith, I saw that. Where does it say the fight of love? But yet the stage looks like a boxing ring. It's going to make sense in a minute. He says, but another fight. Things ain't right. I'm losing again. I cancel every negative relationship from your 2022. I need you to lift your hands right there in this building online. Say, this year, I will not spend any time in negative, ungodly relationships of any kind. 
That's a good place to praise him. That's a good place to praise him. All right, let's go. So, so let's look at this. Paul, the Apostle Paul, does an, an eloquent job of defining love. And we're going to go through that. And I want to walk you through this line by line about what is love. First Corinthians 13 and 1. He begins to define love, and he defines it in a very practical, pragmatic way. And I want for us to learn from it, and I, I want for us to grow from it, because I want to open this series, Defining Love, and then every week we're going to build from there. So 1 Corinthians 13, 1. He says, if I speak in the tongue of men and of angels, but I have not love, I am nothing more than a, uh, uh, than a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. Hit the cymbals for me. The cymbals, go. All right, all right, but just, just give me a little bit. Just give me a little bit, right? right, right, right. Now, now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Paul says, if, if, if you don't love, you're as good as that symbol that has nothing else to back it up. He says, if I speak with the tongue of men, you know there's some church people that are so deep and spiritual, yet they are meaner and dishonorable and disres whoop, disrespectful, yet they want to talk about how deep they are. You're not that deep if you cannot love. Look at somebody next to you and say, you have to love. You have to love. Don't tell me that the reason, I, don't tell me, you know, especially too, if you, get, you ever met them real D ones? And they got four million, four million self-appointed titles. You know, I'm, a, I'm an evangelist. You ain't met, led one person to Christ. You couldn't even get your husband saved. I'm prophetess. Okay, prophet. Okay, great. So, so does that mean you got to be mean to everybody? I'm apostleless. Great apostle. Does that mean you have to be mean to everybody? Because somebody next to you says, stop being so mean. Stop. Ooh, evidently, there's something in, that, in the water. Look at this. Look at this. Love is shown, but it isn't for show. Love is shown, but it isn't for show. We live in a culture, watch me, that wants to post. We about to go eat. Date night. Friends trip. Girls trip. Guys trip. Me trip. They tripping. <laughs> right? Watch. Watch. Noisy love is often fake love. Why? Because you're looking for a cosigner. That's why you got to say something all the time to everybody. Watch me. Real love just makes it happen. I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say, I have real love. I have real I, I'm, not, I'm not just caught up in the accoutrements of love. I show it. I don't just say it. When it's too noisy, it's often fake. People who always want to, uh, you ready? People who always want to, at your birthday party, they want to stand up and give announcements about how much they love you. I remember I was 16 years old, my 16-year-old birthday party. She probably watching. Hey, um, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was five years ago. Um, <laughs> Come on, call things that be not <laughs> as though they were. I remember, I remember, I remember my girlfriend, she got up. She's an amazing singer. I mean, that girl could sing her. I mean, she just, she just sang. Like, she could do it for hours and hours and hours. 
And, uh, and, she, and she's amazing singer. And so she got up. Now, here's the deal. At the party, this is really none of y'all's business. <laughs> At the party, my ex-girlfriend was there, too. <laughs> I wasn't bishop there, you understand? <laughs> so my ex <laughs> so my ex <laughs> my, no, I don't want to take my time. I want to hear it. My ex-girlfriend was at the party, too. She may be watching, too. Hey. <laughs> then, nah, nah. <laughs> be real so you can hear. <laughs> I, no, no, no. No. So, 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 so listen, so, so you need to be spiritual Wednesday. All right. So, so, and so, and so she gets up and, and she, she gives this, this amazing speech, this amazing speech. And the whole time I'm watching her and I'm watching. I said, I want to see. And I was shooting a movie for Promise Keepers at the time, and the girl that played my girlfriend in the movie for Promise Keepers, she was there. But she was just playing. So, so. I ain't telling y'all no more of my business. I feel so judged. I feel so judged. <laughs> I, so, so she gives this, she gives this big, loud, this big, this big thing, and, and she says it. And, and she, I mean, she, she does all that. And then I'm looking at the other one. And then the other one, she's like, oh, you ain't going to do me. So then she comes up. You know, and she just, you know, as my friend. And she gets my friend. And I said, you trying to start something. I, I am not. I love the Lord in here. Say noisy love. See, often when it's noisy, it's fake. You do the extra because you want somebody else to see it. And when it's real, watch me, you only care that the person who it's designed for sees it. Which means I don't need a cosigner. I don't need somebody to say good job. I don't need somebody to look at it. I wasn't doing it for you. I was doing it for them. Mm. I pray that this year God put some people in your life, watch me, that aren't doing it just to be seen by other people, but they do it because they love you. Say real love. All right, let's go. Verse 2, and if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. So here's the next principle. Love is the highest form of spirituality. Love is more important, pay attention, than even your spiritual gifts. Many people, especially today, want to focus on the gift. How am I gifted? Where is my gift? Where is my assignment? What's my purpose? Watch me. But you haven't mastered love. So none of those things matter unless you master love first. And I pray that in 2022, we master love. I pray that your loving be so good that, watch me, that's what you're known for. Why is that important? Because Jesus said that he would, they would know we are his by the love that we have one for another. 
All right, let's look at verse 3. If I give away all that I have and I deliver up my body to be burned, but I have not love, I gain nothing. So here's the principle. You can give and sacrifice and it never be love. But watch me. But you can't love and not give and sacrifice. I'm going to back that thing up. You can give and sacrifice, but it never be love. But you cannot love and not give and sacrifice. So then again, love is shown, not just said. Look at verse 4. Now here's where it gets real. You ready? I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you ready? Let's get ready to rumble. Because love is patient. I'm trying. Say it's patient. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. See, some of y'all are scared to say the word. Say love is patient. Question, if he loves you, why couldn't he wait? If she loves you, why couldn't she wait? See how quiet it got? Love, the first major characteristic of love is patience. And what is patience? Patience is the level of endurance your character can take before become negative or being delayed or provoked. It's a lot. I'll say it again. Patience is the a level of endurance your character can take before become neg- becoming negative while being delayed, watch me, or provoked. Because the people that are closest to you know where your buttons are and they use them. They know you don't like smacking, so they sitting at the table just. Does that bother you? (laughs) See? (laughs) Say patience. And here's the thing. Don't pray for patience. Lord, just give me patience. Oh, my God. That's the worst thing you can pray because he's going to put you in a situation that forces you to develop it. Patience, that means while I'm being delayed, let's be real practical. Let's be real practical. Where you at? I'm five minutes away. You haven't even gotten in the shower. This Wednesday spirit is a little off. We're going to have to go up into worship. While being delayed or, watch me, provoked. Provoked. In other words, there, there's going to be moments where, where you're like, you really, you really trying to start something with me. You, you, ever, you ever had somebody close to you and, and like, you're like, you re- why are you acting brand new like you don't understand the assignment? It's provoking. Okay, you ready? How many of you, watch me, you know that there's been moments where you have been the source of delay or provocation. Wave at me. Online, do the hand wave emoji. All right, now some of y'all lying. Because you got a delay spirit, I can tell. (laughs) You got a provoked spirit, I can tell. Because, because watch me, because, because you, 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 watch watch me, let's go marry couples, let's go marry couples, because you just want to get to the bottom line. 
but you are delaying. Okay. Fellas, nothing? All right. I got one, I got two. Can I get three? I got three, four, four. But y'all ain't saying nothing. Why y'all scared? Ask me, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. And you just talking. And he's trying to get to the bottom line. Come on, fellas, please. Why are y'all leaving me out here? <laughs> he just wants to know how much it costs. You're explaining to him what you've been doing for the last 36 hours. And he's like, baby, just what does it cost? But what I'm trying to tell you, because I'm trying to. Patience. Here we go. That's the first characteristic that he really lays out for love. Say love is patient. All right, but let's go here. Patience makes motives manifest. Which means, watch me, for some of you all, you have to be careful because we live in a culture now where people will meet you on Monday and they growing you by Tuesday. You're that friend, you're that BFF. They've changed their, they got a picture of you up with them talking about, hey friend. But patience forces, forces and makes motives manifest. That's me. I pray this year that you would not be in any rush. Oh my God. But I pray that you would walk in patience. Why? So that motives of other people would manifest. All right? So that works two ways. Works two ways. Because there's certain things that, that you need to be patient with. There are, there are other things where sometimes you are the source of delay or provocation. You're provoking someone. You knew what they meant when they asked it. You just want it to be difficult. Which reveals we have a love problem. But now, because she needs to understand, understand what? We have a love problem. Okay, it's, it's quiet. Let's go. And kind. Oh, God. Love is kind. Kind in Greek means love serves. Question. Do you find it offensive when you have to serve someone you say you love? Baby, can you bring me that? You can get it yourself. I wish you would. I, I wish you would. Ooh. Look at somebody next to you and say, it's okay to serve who you love. It's not a crime to serve somebody you love. It's not a crime to do for someone that you say you love. But we live in a culture where they'll say it, but the moment you got to serve or do anything, well, I ain't doing all of that. I didn't sign up for all that. Well, thank you for revealing that you never really loved me in the first place. Because if you love me, you'd have no problem serving me. And if you love them, you've had no problem serving them. Here's, here's the issue that we have with serving is because it makes you feel like you're less than. I'm talking about it. Bring her in here. Bring her in here. Tell her to come in here so she can set this section on fire. 
<laughs> I'm teaching for now, but we're about to go up in a moment. All right, bring her. I want her in here. <laughs> Come on in here. Come on here. Come on. There you go. Come on. I just want you in here. Uh, I got, got you in here. Come on here. Come on here. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Love does not envy. Which means, watch me. Love wants to see who they love win. Question. Why are you friends with people who secretly want to see you fail? Why do you keep going to lunch with people who you can't even tell the whole story because you know you can't trust that person in the first place? Love wants to see you win. Would you fist bump somebody next to you and say, I want to see you win. I want to see your family good. I want to see your relationships good. I want to see your money good. I want to see your relationship with God good. I want to see everything about your life better. I don't need people around me that don't want to see me win. You know that there's a problem when you can't even tell them everything. You know that there's an issue when you know you can't even keep it 100 with them. I was on the phone with a pastor today and we were talking about something and I was explaining the situation and, and we all that. He said, well, he said, well, no, 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 no. He said, well, no, when, when you win, I win. He said, your success is my success and this is the way that our relationship is built. And see, I can only be in friendship. I can only deal with people like that because what I don't have the time for is to deal with people who secretly want to see me fail, who secretly don't want to see me do well. And the root of that is envy. Why? It's because they think if you win, it's going to take from their win. But I'm glad that you're not that petty of a person. I'm glad that you're not that low of a person. You can win and I can win. Matter of fact, helping you win is going to help me win. Would you fist bump somebody and say, helping you win is going to help me win. Come on. I pray you're surrounded by people that are not envious of you. I pray you're not surrounded with people like Joseph's brothers that threw him in a pit because he had a dream that was bigger than where he was. I pray you wouldn't be surrounded by people like Miriam and Aaron that pulled Moses down, but you'd have some Aaron's and her that will lift your arms up. Let's go to the next one. Love doesn't boast. It doesn't talk with excessive pride. That's what that means. Which means when we're interacting with one another, Love is not trying, you ready for this? Love is not trying to put you down. Which means when you're talking to one another, watch me, I, I, you're not trying to put somebody else down so that you feel better about yourself. And can I be honest? This happens many times in relationships that have grown toxic. Because once the relationship gets toxic, now even when you speak to them, you're trying to put them down. You are, watch me, you're talking with excessive pride to try to make them feel less than. So now you criticize everything they do. You are critical, you are difficult, and anything that happens now, you want to make sure they feel less than. That's not love. Here we go, here's the next one. Love is not arrogant. Ooh, Denver. It's, none of us should be arrogant, but please don't do it if you average. None of us should be, but please stay away from that. If you're not excelling in anything, we should. none of us should go close to this. But just don't even come down the road. Why? Because love sees different 
but not better than. So we're all different. Arrogance says you're less than because you're not like me. Love says we're different than, but we're not better than. See, you may be more merciful than me, but that doesn't make me better than you. Matter of fact, the Bible says, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. You may be a louder worshiper than me, but that doesn't mean that your worship is any more effective than mine. Y'all not going to say that to me right there? Come on, somebody say, I see different, but it's not better than. See, love will say it's not right because it's not like me. You need to be more like me. I'm business minded. You need to be more business minded. I, I don't like business. You need to not like business. I, I like taking vacations. You need to take vacations. See, watch me. That's not love. Love sees this person's different. Watch me. Love can respect the fact that somebody's different and then not demonize it. Because can I be honest? Some of y'all, here's the truth. You really don't want to love nobody else. You want to find you. I'm going to say it again because some of y'all miss it. Don't be such a narcissist that you are looking for you in other people. Really? It sees different, but it's not better than. Love says we are different than one another, but that doesn't make one better. I can respect the difference and not demonize the difference. I don't have to make you feel like you're less than because you're different. Matter of fact, I'm not going to try to fight you or fix you to be different. If, look, if this is how the package is, then, then love says then this is how the package is. If you a teddy bear with a helmet on, then that... If you can't even keep yourself up, then that's what it is. Look at this next one. Look at this next one. We're almost done. Look at this next one. Love isn't rude, which means love compliments and is courteous. Can I get you to practice this online? Can you just give somebody a compliment in the building? If you're around somebody, can you just give them a compliment? Find something to compliment them on. Find something to compliment on them on. It's if I don't know them, find something. Look at their boots. Look at their shoes. Look at them hair. She's got them boots with the fur. Say something. Say something. Compliment. Come on, compliment. Come on online. Type it in the chat. Compliment somebody. Love isn't rude. Say it compliments. Say it again. Say it compliments. I say, and it's courteous. So love ain't finna let the door hit you while they walking in the door. Uh-oh, let's go there for my dating couples and married couples. Gentlemen, let me just do a couple gentlemen lessons. Let me do a couple gentlemen lessons. Let me have a, let me have a young lady here. One of you young ladies. One of you young ladies. Well, you tall, but that's okay. It'll work. Come on. Come on. That's a good aim. They moving. Now, you understood the assignment. Because of that, I'm going to give you a Costco gift card after church. I'm going to buy you something. Next time I say one of you young ladies, y'all move. You ready? I'm going to buy you some groceries. Well, God bless you because I need some. We should get you some of that pizza at Costco. It's good. It's really good. Right. Gentlemen, this is just a free gentleman lesson. If this is your lady and this is the street, this is you. Come on, be pretending. 
she ain't exposed to, to the elements. And if I see somebody coming this way, come here, walk this way, walk this way. If I see somebody coming this way, I just make sure we get up out the way because it ain't going to be no situations of misunderstanding. Why? Because you got to cover yours. You got to protect. Free gentleman lesson. Free gentleman lesson. Thank you. Free gentleman lesson. 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 I'm not with my mother. I said, come on, move over here. Come over here. Come over here. Come over here. Why? Why? Because, 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 because what love does, lo love, love protects. But here we go. Love isn't rude. It compliments and it's courteous. Look at this next one. We're almost done. I know this is real. Because for most of us, when we look at what Paul says love is and what the Bible says love is, and we look at how we've loved, how many already you like, I need to, come on. This is not to beat us up. This is to stretch us. Why? Because this is going to be your best love year ever. You're going to get to the end of 2022 and you're going to say the Lord has done great things for us. Come on, come on. And we are glad. Love doesn't insist on its own way. Here it is. Love isn't self-centered. Now, pay attention to this. Y'all with me? All right, so here's what love does. Love sits in the seat of whom they love to see it how they see it. Let me have two chairs. Give me two chairs. Two chairs. Quickly. Two chairs. Two chairs. All right. All right. Thank you. Let's have one here. Let's have one there. All right. You sit there. You sit there. Are right, you ready? <coughs> now, here's love. Here's love. All right. Here's love. Now, for most people, here it is. You're trying to win the contest. You're going to win this fight. You're going to win this argument. You're going to win this disagreement. You're going to get the last word. You ready? Here's what the Bible says love does. It says love isn't, put the scripture up. It says love isn't self-centered. Which means here's what love does. Love says, okay, wait a minute. Maybe the reason that I'm not understanding you is because I've not swapped seats with you. Because now when I see it from over here, see, 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 watch. What do you see? See, you see a keyboard. Yes. You see drums. Yes, you see, come over here and give me the perspective of what she sees, please. You see keyboard. You see drums. Yes, All right, what do you see? You, you see a microphone. You, you see uh, an iPad. You see, you see a bag. Watch me. You see a gift. What else do you see? Tell them what you see. I see the ring in the middle. You see the ring. You see, you see all of that. All right, watch me. What do you see? The wall. See, some of y'all, you're trying to figure out, we just can't communicate because neither one of you ninjas will get up and swap seats. We just have disagreements all the time because you won't swap seats. You're self-centered. Look at me. He can't see what you see because he's not sitting where you sit. And this is every relationship type. For some of you, watch me, with your children, you, you, watch me, with your grown kids, you, 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 they can't see it. So, so tell us what you see. What do you see? See some posters. That's up there. See a clock. See some oil. That's good anointing oil. Holy. Hey, basha, yeah, anointing oil. Mic stand. You don't see anything that she mentioned. Where's the Yamaha? Where are the drums? Where's the microphone? Where's the ring? 
you don't see it. And watch me. What love does is say, wait a minute. Even though I, I haven't had your experience. Watch me. I'm not denying the reality of your experience. Come on, y'all. I need you to go with me. Because to her, she's saying, why doesn't he get it? And to him, he's saying, there's nothing to see here. But what love does is says, let's swap seats. Let's swap perspectives. Let's swap. Watch me. So now, okay, explain that to me. How did you feel that? Why did you feel that? Why did you think that was the right thing to do? Why did you think I was going to be okay with that? Why did you think that that was good? What, 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 help, me un help me understand. Because what I need from you is to communicate. Right, that's what love does. Look at this. Look at this. Thank you all. Look at this. We're almost done. Love uh -oh, isn't irritable. Come on. Say, Father, forgive me <laughs> in Jesus' name for my irritability. How many of us know that you could have some irritable moments where stuff that, listen, somebody you love says hi to you and you're like, mm. they, they just have, they just have trying to have nice conversation and you're like, Come on, we almost done, y'all. Just look at somebody and say, don't be irritable. Don't be irritable. Here's what irritable means in Greek, the language of the New Testament. It means it's not abnormally sensitive. Some of y'all, you are abnormally sensitive. Because, you ready? Because you've been so damaged that anything triggers you. And we're not doing that in 2022. Come on, I need you to open up your mouth and say, I will not be abnormally sensitive. I will not be. Which means before I jump to a conclusion, before I get offended, what I'm going to do is step back and say, wait a minute. Maybe I don't need to do all of that. Maybe I don't need to go there. I don't need to be abnormally sensitive. Let's just go past this one. Tell me, you all, any, any level of anything that doesn't seem to agree with you, you're sensitive about. If someone suggests a different idea, you felt like they just m murdered you. <laughs> we can't do it that way. I, uh, well, fine, I'm not doing anything then. You have a love problem. You mean you have inextricably connected yourself to your ideations, to your ideologies, to your ideas? So that now if someone has, is critical uh, of the idea, now you take it as critique and criticism of you? What does that tell me? There's some deep healing that needs to be done because you've connected what you do to who you are. That's very rich. Look, look at this next one. Love isn't resentful. Hands up. Say, Father, forgive me. Ooh, come on, everybody. Say, Lord, forgive me.
for being resentful. How many of us can be honest that, that, that we've been resentful? Thank you for the four honest people. Here we go. So here's what love does. Love asks questions versus assuming leading to bitterness. So love doesn't get, because here's how you know you lack love, is you talk about it with everybody except who you need to talk about it with. You have a conversation with Lottie, Dottie, and everybody except the person that you need to have a conversation with. Well, what do you think he meant when he said that? Well, why not just ask him? Well, what do you think she meant when she said that? See, this is what I'm talking about. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Love asks questions. It asks questions. It doesn't ask questions. It asks questions. It's, it would blow your mind how much we assume with people that we love. One of the messages in the series is called Don't You Know That from the Luther Vandross song. And his whole song was, you know, don't you know that I love you? No! Mm -mm. That's how many of us love. We love based on assumption. We love based on, well, they know what I meant. We love based on, uh, well, you know, versus asking questions. Because you may go out and say, you know, somebody's really angry with me. And, 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 and you talk to the person like, what are you talking about? I have no clue what you're talking about. All right, here, we're almost done. Y'all with me? All right, come on, these last couple of verses we're going to shout. Verse 6, it does not rejoice at wrongdoing. What does that mean? It does not rejoice when one that you love is hurt, which means when you love someone, to see them hurting hurts you. If you can be hurting and somebody you love isn't hurting, it almost should be like they feel it. And then they watch me. They don't just feel it, but then they want to help you fix it. Don't tell me you love me, but you, when I'm in pain, you don't feel my pain and want to help me fix it. And I pray you be surrounded with people this year that would help you fix whatever areas of your life may be in pain. That they would give you word, that they would give you scripture, they give you prayer, they give you support. They buy you something to eat. Whatever it is that you need in that moment to fix it, open up your mouth please and say, I'm surrounded by fixers. But it rejoices with the truth. Now, this is deep. You ready? Love loves resolution. Love ain't going to sleep mad. Love says, well, until you can get this together, ain't now one of us going to sleep. So, so let's talk it out. Let's deal with it in the morning. Mm -mm, the Bible says don't let the sun go down on your anger. Tomorrow's not promised. So if we go to sleep like this and die in this anger, that means we died in sin. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. So we can't die in this, no. So no, let's talk it out. Mm -mm, we ain't even got no sweetener. It's just raw. Loves, loves, love, loves resolution. Love says, wait a minute, something's off. Can I help some of y'all? Be grateful when you have people around you that can see when something's off with you. 
and they'll come up to you and say, listen, I, I look, something is off. I don't know what it is, but something is off. And stop, get, stop lying. I'm all right. Just quit lying. Elbow somebody next to you and say, stop lying, please. Stop. When you are real, you can hear. I pray that this be the first year you are not fake in being real about what needs to be healed. I pray that you will open your mouth and communicate. Love is not, if love sees you got a little attitude, love comes over and says, look here. I can see you got a little attitude. What's going on? I'm fine. Oh, no. All of that just told me you're not. So, so what do we need to do? What do we need to do to get this together? What do we need to do to fix this? Love notices when your communication patterns are off. And he says, let's resolve this. Because I, I don't know what the problem is, but we're going to get it together today. Wow. Because what a lot of us do, here's what we do. I don't know what's wrong with him. I'm going to go eat. Love says, I may go eat, but we're going to deal with this. So we do it now after we eat. Probably should do it after we eat so both of us feel a little bit better. Remember, these principles transcend marriage. They transcend dating. They, tra they transcend romantic relationships. Watch me. Because if one of your friends is off, watch me. You should say, well, no, uh-uh, you're off. Your worship's not like it normally is. Your serve is not like it normally is. All right, come on, let's go. We got to go. We got to go. Verse 7. Love bears all things. Here's what that means. Love handles pressure. See, this is how I know Teddy didn't understand what love was. Because Teddy said, another fight, things ain't right, I'm losing again. Teddy, you mean to tell me a little pressure made you break? Your love, your love is designed to take pressure. It's designed to bend, but it ain't going to break. I need you. Come on, y'all, we about to go home. I need you to open up your mouth and say, my love can handle the pressure. And sometimes I'm going to rock and I'm going to shake and I'm going to shake and I'm going to rock. But my love is not going to break because it can handle the pressure. How do you know? How do you know? How do you know if it's real or genuine? Because the pressure knocks it over. When it's real, when it's real, it may bend all the way over. It look, it's gonna it's gonna get all the way to the edge. It's gonna get the I'm through with you email ready. It's gonna get the I ain't doing this no more text ready. It's gonna say, you know what, I'm out of here. But then it's gonna bounce right back. And I pray that this year your love be able to handle whatever pressure may come its way. Lift your hands and worship God for five seconds right there. Five. Your love can handle the pressure. Four. Your love can handle pressure. Three. Your love can handle pressure. Two. Your love can handle pressure. Come on, Facebook. One. We got to go. Let's go. Love believes all things. Now, look at this. Here's what that means. That's the Greek language of our New Testament. Here's what that means. Love is not a fool. Love is not a fool. Well, I'm saying, here's what it means. It isn't auto-negative. So, you ready? So, because they didn't answer the phone, now they cheating? 
I mean, they can't go to the bathroom? My God, I mean. It's quiet. It's really quiet right there. <laughs> you know, because they talking low, they... Love is an auto-negative. It doesn't automatically jump to the worst possible scenario. And if you do, it tells you that there's fundamental issues in the first place. You ready? Love doesn't automatically go to something negative. Here's the next one. It hopes all things. That means love strives for the best. This means love says, I want to give you my best. I want to give you my best. And mind you, mind you, we love to focus on love with people, but remember, these principles apply to how we love God, which means, watch me, when things don't go your way, you don't auto-get negative and say, I guess he's not going to help me. I guess he doesn't love me. It means I'm going to give him my best. Look at this last one. Love endures all things. That means love looks for solution. Love is, is like, okay, well, let's figure this out. Let's find a way. Okay, I can't do it. I ain't going to figure it out. Okay, well, let's, let's walk through this. You need people in your life in 2022 that when you feel stuck, they come get you unstuck. When you feel stumped, they come and help you get unstumped. When you feel like you can't go on, they come get you and say, oh, we're going home. I pray that your 2022 be filled with people, watch me, that will bring solutions to your life solutions to you when you feel down solutions to you when you feel like you can't go for it here's the last verse and we out of here verse eight love never ends you ready for you ready for a fact love may outlast a relationship Ooh, that's that's deep that's Because when we done with people, we like to be done with people. If you see them on the street, somebody say, you didn't see so-and-so? I don't see ghosts. I didn't see anybody. Anybody over there? <laughs> Love never ends, <clears throat> which means, which means, here we go. What did Teddy say? Teddy said over and over again, he said, I go back to the lyrics, give me the lyrics. He said, he said, time and time again, um, uh, this time I'm going to win, but another fight, things ain't right, I'm losing again. Teddy, you didn't understand it because really your love couldn't outlast the relationship. Now, y'all shaking your head. And I was saying, that's good, Bishop. But let's think about how many people that are no longer in your life, that in your mind, you said, I don't love them. Fill in the blanks. Ask me. Ask me. I've gone to a place of hate. Because do you know what they did to me? Do you know how they hurt me? Do you know what they did to me? 
Bible says, put the verse up, love never ends. Now, here's the truth. Paul writes all of this and describes what love is to us. And looking at that, how many of us can be honest that our love needs some growth? My hands up. First one up. First one up. First one up. Because sometimes the people who love you, you treat the worst. And you can be like David, where the Bible says he loved who hated him and he hated who loved him. You're chasing after what don't want you and ignoring what does. You're chasing after acceptance from people that will never give it to you. You're ignoring the acceptance of the ones that you have. So this series, this is just to open this up. I'll preach on Sunday. I just wanted to open this up tonight to define what love is. Say love is patient. Say love is kind. Wow. Say love doesn't envy, doesn't boast, isn't arrogant, isn't rude, isn't self-centered, isn't irritable, isn't resentful, doesn't rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, hopes all things, believes all things, endures all things, never ends. Now watch me. We're going to grow in love, but can we be honest? There is one that has given us all of that and some. His name, we're going home, is Jesus. He never stopped being patient with you. He never stopped being kind to you. He never was envious of you. He never rejoiced at wrongdoing. He never ever, he bore all things. He believed all things. He hoped all things. He endured all things. So he's given us this. So the reason we can give it is because we've received it. So we're going to grow this series. I want you to get ready to stretch. I want you to get ready to look back because we're going to look back on some stuff. We're going to dig up some stuff. We're going to dig up some where some dead bodies are. We're going to dig up where there was some pain. We're going to dig up where there were some battles. We're going to dig up where there were some wars. Because this month, you're going to heal. And you're going to love like you've never loved before. Anybody else excited about this series beside me? If you're on campus or online, you need to become a Christian. This is your moment. On the count of three, I just simply want you in the building to raise your hand up or online. Do the hand with emoji or say it to me. need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you are at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. If that's you, God's coming to get you tonight. He's given you all of that and more. He's loved us unconditionally. He's loved us without exception. He's loved us in an amazing way. And so you have to receive that love tonight. So if you want to do that in this building or online, on the count of three, wherever you're at, I want you to just throw that hand up in, in the building online. Do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, God's coming to get you. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. On Facebook, on YouTube, on our app, on our website, I got digital ambassadors standing by to watch your decision. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now. 
Miss Mount, right now, I see you. I got you. I got you. Come on, in this building, slip that hand up online, do that hand wave emoji, or say it's me. Hallelujah. Everybody pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race. I love you because you first loved me. You've been patient with me. You've waited. Oh, my God. Say, you've been kind to me. You've been faithful to me. And for that, I'm grateful. In Jesus' name. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, take out your phone, text that word decision at 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.